Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. So ladies and gentlemen, Jason's about to come on and talk about how to create a mission-driven company, uh, and that is Tattered Beans, and we're going to dive into that and everything that stands for. Before that, let's talk to you out there. You're an influencer. You're a world changer. You want to make a bigger difference, and I'm here for you providing a couple different ways that you can move forward with us. Number one, subscribe to this 12-hour marathon, to this show, to the podcast, so you can keep getting all the latest and greatest updates on becoming your GPS. Number two. When you're ready to get your message out on our platform, I'd love to have a conversation with you about being a guest and see what's a good fit for both of us. And then number three, when you're ready to launch your message in your own platform, I love helping people launch their podcast. So come talk to me when you are ready to do that and to invest in that and make a huge impact in the world. You can contact me on facebook.com forward slash th3burns, Instagram at I am Millionaire Chris, and email chris at beergps.com. We'd love to hear from you, and looking forward to talking to you and supporting you on your journey. Let's keep growing and going, baby. Next up is the iTunes review of the week, and let's see who it's by this week. It is by C. Trippy, and C. Trippy says, Great content and energy. I am a newbie, and I'm already improving what I do daily from this great content. Thank you. See, Trippy, thank you so much for giving us that review. And if you want to give us a review, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, how we can improve the show for you. Uh, also, you can just search Become Your Greatest Possible Self on Google and find our podcast, different places, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Pandora, etc., and be able to find us there. And also, while you're there, just subscribe so you can stay tuned to all the latest updates and keep growing yourself. I appreciate you. So I'm going to introduce Jason in just a minute here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pencil, be ready to take notes because this guy is going to drop some freaking fire on you. He's a serial entrepreneur kicking butt and we're going to have a lot of fun definitely. So it's, let's introduce him and then we'll bring him on the screen. Mr. Jason Jean is a serial entrepreneur and the founder of Tattered Beans, the only coffee company or company in general for that matter who gives cash back directly to people who you shop under. He's a no BS kind of guy, and he's going to be bringing some gold for you. So Jason, are you ready to rock the house, my man? I am. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule and your life and all the amazing things you got going on to be here and share this with our audience and the podcast. I really appreciate you, man. Yeah. Yeah. On my birthday, and I lost my cell phone, and I'm trying to get my backup all redone. And oh, man, what a shit (laughs) show. (laughs) <laughs> that's today's your birthday yeah 48 what? happy birthday another, man brother another trip around the sun <laughs> that's right man all right so we're going to dive into the theme of today which is your message multiplied so jason what does that mean to you man my message um is you know multi-leveled um because there's you know i have some you know, awesome things that, you know, happen in my life. Um, you know, I, I think you and I had talked, you know, I've got cancer. Um, so that's something I deal with on a daily. Um, 
I don't let it, you know, uh, slow me down or give me bad vibes because life's too short, literally, you know, um, to worry about things like that. You gotta, you know, keep chugging along, keep living your dreams, um, keep doing new stuff, you know? Um, and, and if you have that entrepreneurial side, you will, you know, mm-hmm. you're yep. not going to lay in bed and, you know, feel all sorry for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think, you know, I was, you know, I'm a new grandfather, seven months, Dude, you know, so that's, that's awesome. cool. Um, and I, you know, so I use these positive, um, situations in my life that, um, you know, can benefit not only myself, but, you know, uh, the people around me. And I think, um, you know, tattered beans was started because when I was diagnosed with cancer, so I wanted to do something completely different because listen, every market's flooded with whatever business it is, you know? Um, so I needed to think outside the box and say, okay, I don't want to be, um, uh, a 501 C three, a nonprofit. Cause I think those are, you know, the majority of them are completely full of crap. And so <clears throat> how can I be a for-profit company, but always give back more than what I'm taking? Mm. Mm. Oh, I lost you. Um, and so can you hear me? Yep. Yep. For-profit always uh, give yeah. back more than taking in. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, do something completely different. And so, you know, I launched Hatter Beans and, you know, the complete concept is, is as you can see, and, and I've told your listeners, it's, um, these, the veterans, active duty members and first responders put a profile on the website and then it's free. It doesn't cost them anything. They don't have to buy any coffee. They don't have to do anything. But what I tell them is like, you have now, I have made you a small entrepreneur. Hmm. So you can make as much money as little money as you want so it's all up to you you know uh you go give out your free link to all your friends and get them to share and your parents to share and your sisters and brothers and then you know have your little sister you know um you know her daughter is in soccer and they're having a fundraiser so instead of using candy you know use your link for coffee and you can sit back and i give you every option to make as much money as you want to work hard for to get and there you go Beautiful. I love it. I love it. So you're really taking the aspect of giving the power to the people to multiply their own message. It's like saying, hey, here's the structure. Here's the vehicle. It's up to you how much or how little you want to invest into it to be able to create that uh, financial return on investment. Exactly. From a from a business standpoint, for all the listeners, you know, and I break balls all the time is you look at the multi-level marketing crap that's out there. So I have all these friends on Facebook that are like, Oh, Hey, buy saran wrap, wrap it around your belly and you lose weight, you know? And those people had to go and invest hundreds and hundreds of dollars right. and they're going to lose it. hundred percent. Mm. You're going to lose it. You're going to have a, a, you're going to have a closet full of crap. So I took that mentality and said, okay, how can I get the person who wants to make a little bit extra money? Cause that's ultimately what those, those guys are doing. Right. And how can I spin it so that as a company, we have now all these soldiers and all, you know, veterans and active duty and first responders out there pushing their link. Right. Marketing's done for us. Powerful. Powerful, man. I love it. I love it. So um, you mentioned a little bit about Tatter Beans and, and the mission. Can you just reiterate what it is and what you're out to accomplish with it? 
So the mission itself is um, our little tagline is um, wallet freedom. Mm -hmm. So the objective is for these individuals to go out and have a little secondary income. And maybe that frees up, maybe that, you know, hundred or $400 that, you know, they had gotten that, that month um, can pay for, you know, maybe a field hockey, you know, clinic, maybe it can you know pay for new cleats, maybe it can pay for, you know, something's broken the car, maybe it can be your car payment, if you're really pushing hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, whatever it is, we just cut the money back to the person, you know, for those month sales. And so I know it's obviously very unique, it'd be awesome if other companies would do it. Um, could you, you know, I'm a, I'm a freaking bump on a pickle comparative. Could you imagine like a Starbucks doing this? Oh my gosh. Damn. You know, so I hope, um, people pick up on it, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and because at the end of the day, it's awesome what companies do for a lot of people. And so with me at the end of the day, I, you know, mentally, it's great that you're giving like a t-shirt back or you're giving something else back, but I can't take that down to the local gas station and be like, Hey, can I get $10? This shirt is, I'm told is worth $15. Can I trade you this shirt for $15 worth of gas? Do that. Puts cash in your pocket. I don't care what you do with it, but you got to work hard, you know, to, to make money, you know? And it's not, it's not points. It's not, you know, like something you got to cash in for like some ratio or some nonsense like that. It's just straight cash. That's that's awesome, man. It's nonsense. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, I've been going to Dick's Sporting Goods for God knows how long. And I've been using the same number. And I just went there with my daughter before she went back to college. She got some shorts and the girl said, you know, asked for my number. And I said, hey, I've been coming here for like, 15 years that number i get anything free and i have like a you know one i'm you can see i'm very tattooed i'm i'm a bigger than usual individual and and you know but i always have a smile and i'm laughing and and so i'm just being sort of a smart ass to the girl and she goes no you don't have anything that you know i said no i knew i wouldn't but i was just seeing if anything changed in the last like six months anything you want to throw me like a t-shirt you know (laughs) like tens of thousands of dollars so we eliminate chris we eliminate into all your all your listeners we eliminate all that it's uh um now it's very hard to track i mean that's probably been one of our biggest issues is the program that we use because it's it's more of a shopping cart type thing right their back end isn't you know super great compared to a custom back end right so it takes us about two weeks you know to tally everybody you know we get so many sales we got to tally all the sales and and you know when it came to different companies as long as i was able to talk to that person or that owner we would generally work something out Unless that person's a complete jerk, um, we, you know, again, every problem has a solution. You just got to want to get to that, you know, to get to it. Right. Um, you know, some people are more wealthy and, and don't care. And so they just like come down with a hammer and they go on to the, you know, the next. And, and, and 
what I found and what I mentor people the most is that you're going to have these losses, maybe not at, at my level, mm. but you know, you're going to have, it's going to take you years to build your, yourself up. Oh, there is no easy quick, uh, besides drugs and, and the adult entertainment, <laughs> like there's no quick, but, right. um, so you're going to have to build yourself up. And as you're doing that, you're going to, you're going to go step forward and you're going to take five back. It's how you respond. And, and so many, you know, these people on Instagram, I hate Instagram, but you know, so many people <laughs> on Instagram, like now all of a sudden they're full, you know, there are these, hell, they can't even afford your, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but you know, so many people now all of a sudden are, you know, pitching like, ah, life's perspective, ah, you know, and it's like, what the perspective you gone through? Mm, hey, yeah. your mom's house. You know, you got this. You know, it's great that you started this little tiny business. Um, but you know, what are you putting in? And so there's a lot of questions that you know have to be answered. Mm. So when they take these five steps back, do they have it in them to be able to wake up the next day and just keep going? Yeah. You know, do the, the grind. Mm. You know, the grind. <laughs> like everybody yeah. does grind every day. Uh, and, and I think it's it's like a title that a lot of people it's like fancy and and cool these days. It's it's in to be an entrepreneur, but like the experience that comes with that, and you know, life coaches and things like that. It's like the experience that comes with that. Like, what track record are you standing on, and and what makes you believe that you have the ability to serve people and you know, like help them through these kinds of challenges? And I think a lot of people are just coming from. Well, because I, I want to, because I say so. <laughs> exactly. You know, and, yeah. and, and here's the thing that cracks me up. I get all the time, all the time, because I have so mm-hmm. many different projects going on. Um, people will message me, DM me, and be like, oh my God, I want to work with you. I want to do something, you know? And depending, I, I'll listen to their story, you know, mm-hmm. I'll hear them out. And then I'll be like, sure, I'll bring you on as, you know, sweat equity. Yeah. What's, what's that? I don't know what you mean. You ain't got no, you're not bringing any money to the table. So <laughs> work for it. Yeah. I always give them a timeline. It's like, I'll give you 90 days. I'll see if you're going to be, be, you know, either successful or if you're going to be a turd. If you're going to be yeah. a turd, 90 days, then, you know, hey, no hard feelings. I gave you a shot, but yep. you produce, you know, because at the end of the day, I've got to put in the cash to make things happen. Right. And so whether I'm investing in, um, you know, one of the new adventures that we're doing, you know, I know that X amount of dollars has got to go to A, B, C, and D. Hmm. Who do I let in my circle then, Chris? Is it just me and this other partner? Or hmm. do I bring other people in and say, listen, you're really good at marketing. You're broke, but you're really good at marketing. Hmm. So you can do sweat equity and this is how you do it. And then I give them the same speech. It's not your success in the first eight hours. It's second eight. So mm. what can you do after your daily grind? Because you got to pay your bills and you ain't got no money to invest in my company. So you're not going to, I'm not just going to randomly pay you because then you're going to poop to bed. And then I'm, I'm going to be sitting there 90 days later, no further ahead. So you stay over here, you work your nine to five, you make your money. And then let's see what you can do in, in the second eight hours. Man, so many people are like, oh, I don't know, you know. <laughs> That's why. And see, you can tell those uh, individuals are starting. Mm-hmm. We know within three years, 
So within three years, we, and, and, you know, I don't do full scale, stupid business plans. Cause it's just, you know, ink on paper. You yeah. got to follow your stuff. You know, I do yeah. more of an type thing. So, um, we know within three years we should be at X mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. based on, you know, this company is going to be doing business in PA, North Carolina, Florida, Kentucky. So we can base sales off of that. Uh-huh. And we keep, I'm, a, I'm super conservative this way. And so maybe your listeners, um, when they go into a business and they're like, I can sell 10 million t-shirts, hmm. you're going to sell 10, bro. <laughs> you're going to sell 10. So they're going to be like, I'm going to start a company on Instagram and I'm going to blow up. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're going to pay to be on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, there's a lot of variables that these individuals don't, you know, I've had to adapt, you know, I'm 48 now. And, you know, so I do need a younger individual yep. in my journeys now. Yep. Because that person is up on the Instagrams, the Facebooks, yeah. the, the um, TikToks, the, you know, what we should be doing content wise. And, you know, whereas I'm like 48 and I, you know, they tell me all the time, like, oh, you got to be talking more on Instagram. They, you know, you got to be, you know, talking to people on this and that. And it's just, it's hard for me, yeah. you know? So mm-hmm. I, I have these, me personally, I have these hurdles in entrepreneur that I've got to adapt Mm-hmm. two situations right uh, and it, it's like it even it brings a different part of you it requires a different part of you what used to work in the past like i see i see businesses where you didn't necessarily have to be the face or the personality and you just you like ran systems you put people in place and it, everything took care of itself but today like personality and brand it, like people absolutely. trust they need trust to to like invest in something and know who's behind the thing and it's like you got to be building relationships you got to be sending messages you got to be having conversations conversations with people so that they they feel a part of your community a part of something bigger than just themselves absolutely and that's what i and i admit that you know so so when i have my meetings you know i as an owner will always ask what can i do Hmm. to be better Uh, Hmm. for me it's like i always try to say please and thank you Uh, you know because it's well one it's just how I was brought up, but you know, that goes a long way in a, yes. you know, if you own a cafe, you know, Hey, can you go please do the dishes? Don't say, don't, you know, be a jerk and be like, Hey, you know, part of your job description is doing the dishes. Like, can you go do them? <laughs> you know, that's the way a lot of people run their stuff. Yeah. Um, whereas, you know, please and thank you go a long way. Yeah. And yeah. I wish more people, hell, you can't even get people to say thank you when you open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> so this is this is gold, man. And I want to I want to hear what have what have been some of the biggest lessons in your entrepreneurial career that you're bringing the wisdom that you're bringing into tattered beans. Is there anything else you haven't mentioned so far that you see was like a big experience or lesson or gift that you're making sure you you uh, implement? Here's probably one of the um, biggest setbacks new entrepreneurs will have, mm-hmm. and I tell them all the time. The one set of people you don't rely on, friends and family. Mm. Don't rely on. Don't expect them to buy any of your stuff. Don't expect them to support any of your stuff. Just don't. And too many people, relationships fail Mm. because of that single situation as a new entrepreneur. They're like, 
well, shit, you know, my cousin Billy didn't buy anything. You know, he's Billy's a jerk off. <laughs> Um, why, why is, yeah. why is Billy, Billy doesn't like coffee. So why would mm-hmm. Billy buy coffee under me? Well, Billy's still cool to me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but it took me a long time, Chris, to, you know, to not be pissed off at people right. um, because it was like, why are you buying my stuff? Why, why are you <laughs> coming to my cafe? Like you're, so, you know, you're, I'm your buddy, you know, like right. you haven't been in my place in four years. Um, <laughs> You know, so that's probably the number one for your listeners. Um, mm. If you're new and, and, or hell, even if you're, you know, five or 10 years into a business and, and you're pissed off at Billy, like rethink it <laughs> and yeah. be like, Billy, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I was mad at you because you just really didn't really support my business. But you know mm. what? That, you know, friends and family, completely different. Um, and how I learned that was I was on a job. And I had my residential construction and I was dying to get commercial jobs because, you know, money. And so one of my best friends had a huge construction company. And um, I went to him and said, hey, will you give me some some contractors work? He's like, nope. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and he's like, because I don't mix friendship and business. Because business is business and friendship is friendship. And I looked at him and I said, I can handle it. I want, you're my, one of my best friends. So definitely he gave me a shot and there was a problem on a job and it was about 16 grand of an issue. And, you know, someone said it was okay. And he said, rip it out. And I'm looking at him like, you're a dick. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to cost me a lot of money. And he looked at me and he gave me, you know, he said, let's go to lunch. And I said, no way. I was mad at him and I crossed that line of business is business and friendship is friendship, Chris. And so we, we did go to lunch and he explained it to me and he, he explained to me in the way that I could understand it. He said, we have a contract with this particular university mm-hmm. and we do a ton of work for them. that, that mechanical side approved what you did because they don't really care. But what they're going to do is they're going to go bitch and it's going to make me look bad. Mm. And he goes, it's going to make me, not me as Jason, but him. Right. Yeah. It's going to make me look bad. And I got it. And then, you know, then I apologize. I said, I, I totally, I, I understand that because if I do a crappy job, that company's not going to remember me. They're going to remember the general contractor. Mm-hmm. Like, oh man, these guys did a shitty job on this, on this, uh, this job. So I respected that and I, and that was probably one of my biggest learning experiences as, as I move forward as an entrepreneur is friendship is friendship and business business. And it's very hard for people to differentiate. And then the other thing I explained to people, Chris, is that it gets lonely, Hmm. very lonely. You know, you start off good example. Like you start off working in a factory, you know, you're, you're running a forklift. And you're there five years, Chris. And then all of a sudden, like, you're a supervisor. Well, you're having to tell the forklift operators, like, hey, you can't have, you know, off this weekend. Or you've, you know, you screwed this up. Well, you used to get invited to pool night, you know, every mm-hmm. Thursday. Yeah. Well, guess who doesn't get invited now anymore? Because you, you went up run along the ladder. So then, you know, as an entrepreneur, same thing. You know, mm-hmm. you start out here and you're this, this small entrepreneur. And you're still eating at Burger King. 
well, now all of a sudden you're in, you know, you're doing pretty good. You're making six figures now. Well, you, you're going to a nicer restaurant. Right. Well, you want to go to a Ruth Christ. Well, guess what? You know, the friends that were back when you started may not be at that level. Right. And so there's that differentiation of, you know, as you financially mm-hmm. go up the ladder, people are left behind. Yeah. Plus it's, it's finances and values and like what, what is and isn't tolerated and what is and isn't important. Like at that lower level, people are probably gossiping about a lot of crap and they're just like, you know, wasting time. And it's like when you have that drive and the vision to, to progress, to make the company better, like that's what our minds are thinking about all the time. And people are like, why are you talking about business all the time? It's like, this is, this is my passion. This is my baby. (laughs) Um, and that's so those are the two things that I try to explain yeah tell people like listen these are these are going to be changes yeah. and it's no different than in life i mean we mm-hmm. go through it not even from a business standpoint but we go through it in life you graduate from co- or from high school you have x amount of friends you go to college you don't talk to those friends all the time except for your home for thanksgiving and christmas and this and that and now you're around all your college friends now you have to mm-hmm. split your time up between high school friends and college friends over break so now all of a sudden you graduate college. Most of your friends are now your college friends. And you still might talk to one or two from high school. And now all of a sudden you're getting married. And now you have a whole bunch of single friends and you got married friends. Well, now the single friends are like, oh, I want to go to the, the club. And uh, married people yeah, are like, yeah. oh, we're going to stay in and watch a movie. So now you start, we, we divide as a society anyways. Hmm. So from an entrepreneurial standpoint, it's the same thing. As things change in your life, you divide. And so you, you have to be an out, outgoing person and, and talk to other entrepreneurs and circle yourself with like-minded people. Yeah, it's powerful, too many, man. Too many powerful. people, they, they just forget. Like, like I, I want to so, be, you know, I want to be back here, you know, but right, I, I right. want to be up here. I'm curious, Jason, what is your opinion on like today? There's so many personal relationships and friendships that are being built online how do we how do we keep that dif- different from business you know like how how do we keep personal brands and personal relationships and they say people it's a common phrase people do business with those that they know like and trust and so that might be considered a friend um yeah. how do how do you distinguish those two that's tough because instagram has made things so fake um <laughs> it's tough to find you know who's a friend and yeah um, and then are you going to, you know, and everyone's so full of crap on, on Instagram and these social media platforms. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, you know, do you go to, you know, do I go to Chris and be like, Hey, Chris, I got this, you know, you and I are friends now. So mm. hey, I got this new project. You want to put 20 grand in? Mm. And then Chris is like, uh, <laughs> one, <laughs> because Chris probably is, you know, showboating on Instagram you know, and making shit up. So Chris ain't got 20 bucks to invest into something. Um, but then you also, there's that line. Do you cross? Mm-hmm. And so when I asked Chris and Chris is like, ah, I don't know, do I be immature and be like, ah, Chris is a jerk. So I ain't, mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to mute him <laughs> on Instagram, you know? So right. It's taking no, no as a personal rejection and taking it personally. It's like business is, is business, not personal. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And so 
I've learned that when I get into something that I feel would benefit me or benefit other people, and I say, listen, you know, this one is going to have um, an option for an investment, you can get in. I try to always keep the investments low so that if something does go south, we're only losing, you know, 10 grand or something like that. So it's not that big of a deal. Well, I mean, 10 grand is still a big deal, but I mean, right. in, the, uh, in the investing world, small potatoes. <laughs> um, so I, you know, because I do like to do things with other people, it just makes right. it, fun, you right. know, though mm-hmm. so I look at things like, okay, if I have eight companies and I own this one, a hundred percent and this one, 80% and this one, 50, 50, and this one is split up between 10 partners and we're all 10%, you know, well, that's a lot of pies. Right. Right. How greedy do you need to be? Mm. You know? And hell, if you're on Instagram, oh man, you're like making it rain. You got this car, you know. So I do. I I have a different philosophy, you know, um, on money. But I've also had near death experiences, Chris, that has caused me to rethink things. Um, you know, where you know I shouldn't technically be sitting here talking to you, and so I reevaluated. Is it the eight digits that I want behind my name? And do I want the 5,000 square foot house and the, and the boat and the two jet skis and the multiple four wheelers and the crotch rock and the $80,000, you know, chopper and, or do I need to be like, okay, I'm good with seven figures, but I'm making those seven figures, you know, in this business and this business and this business and this business, and this one's doing me six figures. Um, So I split it up. And then now I, you know, I don't miss any gains. I don't miss you know things as a father um, or a husband. So you have to. I value family over the dollar bill. Mm. And I did listen. It it took me from X amount of million to this amount of million. You know, um, and here is why. And this is going to be me being a complete dick. Is that it's hard to get people to believe in your dream yeah. and get to do the work that you need to, to stay up here. Mm. You know? yeah. um, that was my, that was my toughest, my toughest one. So I knew I was going to take losses and this and that. And I was okay with that um, because it's, it's sometimes it's tough. It's very tough to, you know, to get people that's passionate about, you know, what you do. Damn, man. Um, I want to dive into that since it's been one of your growth areas. What what has worked for you as far as being a great leader and getting people to believe and uh, buy into the vision and the mission? Um, I have always tried to circle myself with great people. Um, it didn't matter where they came from or whatever. I tried to educate them and mold them into what I felt I needed most. Mm-hmm. So, and then I tried to have lasting relationships with those core people. Um, and that's what you need to do. And then try to subcontract as much of your other stuff so that because these other people are on the hook financially, if they're not doing the job, they're not getting paid. Right. That's the subcontractor business. Like, right. do the job right or I'm going to hold money on it. Mm. 
is what it is. So it's like the, the internal team and culture that like are the key positions that keep everything running. Those are the people you want to like just totally build those strong relationships with and then everything else delegate and outsource to count contractors. And then their, their success depends on whether or not they fulfill the objectives and, and that's when they get paid if they check all the boxes, so to speak. And that's worked for me, I would say 85% of the time. Yeah. Um, you know, the biggest fault, and, and here's one thing as an entrepreneur, is you have to be uh, a realist. Mm-hmm. You have to own your stuff. You know, other, yeah. others say, you know, own your bleep, but, you know, <laughs> you got to own it. Like, and so I know early on as an entrepreneur, I was a lot harder on people with my expectations. And it wasn't until my wife would just hound me over and over and over. Like, dude, here's the thing. No one's going to work as hard as you. Mm -hmm. So with knowing that, get over this, you know, because I was in that early stage. You know, I said I wanted to be a millionaire by the time I was 30. I made it, you know, a couple months into my 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. And so the other guys didn't have that dream. Mm-hmm. And, and here's how I know that. And I can speak, you know, um, about this because we had triaxles. You know what triaxle dump trucks are? Mm-hmm. You know, they're the three, they're the big dump trucks on the road, but they've got three axles. Okay. Uh, in Pennsylvania, they do. So um, in that business, you pay your drivers a percentage. So we paid more than any other company. We paid 25% of the load. So if the guy's making 100, you know, 100, the truck's making 100, he's making 25. So I assume we know what that spells that everyone's going to be hungry to make money like me, you know. Mm. And so the quarry called and said, "Hey, we're gonna we're not going to be able to use this truck anymore." I said, "That's a lie." I said, "Because it's a steel bed, (laughs) and I'm one of the only steel beds around, so I know you're lying." And so the guy, the the superintendent said, "Well, Jake, the guy leaves at 10 a.m. every day." And I'm like, what? So we went back and looked at his tickets and we just thought he was done. Like they didn't have any more work. So I called the guy up and I was like, yo, you know, hey, uh, how are things going? He's like, oh, great. You know, it was like two o'clock. And I said, hey, were you cut from the quarry, you know, today at 10? He said, well, no. And I'm like, well, why aren't you there? And he said, well, I get paid 25% of the truck. So I know what my bills are, so I only work what has to be made. <laughs> and I was like, cool. But <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so you know, that was one of my, you know, first situations in firing somebody. You know, I was like, hey, like, I can't here's the deal. You gotta run when the quarry needs you. Yep. You're making twenty five percent. And he just said, you know, he was an older guy. He said, you know, listen, I love working for you, but I just, you know, that's not the lifestyle that I want to live. So I appreciated his honesty. He understood where I was coming from, from a financial standpoint. And then, um, you know, so we got someone else in the truck and, you know, so not everyone, and my wife was right, you know, not everyone's going to want to work as hard as you. Mm -hmm. So in in that scenario, um, you know, there's nothing you can do. You're not going to be able to make people want to work any harder. Mm -hmm. And here's Chris, you know, and other entrepreneurs. I've always been more relaxed on times that things were open or people's uh, times that they work so it can benefit their family. 
Um, you know, if somebody needed off, boom, you're off. Um, you know, it, and, I, and I'm not saying I was perfect at it. I certainly, you know, there were times like, what, you know, can you give us at least 24 hours? Um, but for the most part, I always took that because my wife's a nurse and she works for the man. So the man tells you to be there, you better be there or you're going to get fired. And I didn't want that, you know, so like even with my cafes, like I, I said earlier, like I didn't want to miss any of my daughter's games. Well, in order to do that, my cafes had to be closed at three. Why? Because I didn't want a phone call at five o'clock and be like, oh, so-and-so isn't here. So what are we supposed to do? You know? So um, I just said, I'll eliminate that problem altogether. Yeah. So it's like and, you and, intentionally designed a life and businesses, income streams that allowed you to do what was in your priorities and your highest values. Yep. Now, not everybody can do that. I mean, I had multiple income streams. So, you know, I'm, I was able to be like, oh, okay, well, I like doing this and this really, I lose my ass on it every year. So that's a good tax write-off. <laughs> um, so you got to look at, you know, things I, I would also, and this is probably a little bit more, um, you know, some people might think I'm egotistical when I say that, but when I would come in and I would interview people or, or I would come in um, to think, you know, again, it's be nice like laugh, have a good time. Like, you know, even if it's, because again, it's at the end of the day, we're making like, we'll use the cafe for you. We're making a $6 sandwich. Making a $6 sandwich. That person can wait. Like yeah. just send it out. Right. That's the biggest thing we need to do. Send yep. it out. Right. Yep. And, um, so again, it's, it's because of my, you know, personal issues that I had gone through in life. Um, that I've taken a more chill approach. Am I going to be the next Bill Gates? Probably not. And because I'm not so like drive it down your throat and, you know, work people to death. And because I'm happy financially with what we make that I'm good. You know, yeah. I have my dream car sitting in my garage. You know, I, I do any business that I want. Um, if I don't like it anymore, I shut it down. Um, I don't care what people think. Mm. Uh, and you know, and that, that was another thing, you know, that Chris, I don't know about you, but um, businesses that have either failed or that I had shut down over time, you know, people would be like, oh, my God, you know, it failed. And I'm like, yeah, so <laughs> like shit happens. Yeah. Like yeah. it was over for two years, you know, you never came. So what do you, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know. Um, but in those situations, you have to be a stone and just mm. let things just like a, a drop just yeah. go off, you know, because so many people and Chris, like I said, you, you life coach a lot of people and, and mentor them. And so, you know, there's and, and they say this all the time. I'm so afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. That's one reason why so many people don't get into business. I'm too afraid to fail. Who gives a shit? Well, my friends and family. Who cares? <laughs> like, first of all, remember Bob? Well, Bob isn't doing anything. He's just working over here. So he never, you know, he never put his nuts on the line. So put your nuts on the line and go live your dream, man. Like, yeah. do it. Yeah. And um, it's those people who, if something fails, will be okay going to the Christmas, the family Christmas party and people looking at them mm. and think nothing of it. Why? Because that's what happens. Business fails sometimes. Shit, Toys R Us went bankrupt and they were around for like what, 500 years? Like, you know, like it happens. 
Do you think people, you know, do you think people that at that level um, care? No. I mean, shit, look at our politicians. They don't care what they say and they still hang around a whole bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and it's, it's like a really interesting time that we live in because we have these causes and things that we believe in. A lot of these companies are being started today based on some mm-hmm. bigger cause, some bigger mission. And it's like to to fail at that, it can really tie into somebody's uh, self-worth in their identity. And so I think it's what you've really gotten perspective on is like, just, Hey, you're going to take your beatings. You're going to take your licks. You're going to fail and don't attach so much significance to it. And like, make it mean all this, all this crap and shame and guilt and regret and all this kind of stuff, but rather uh, objectively zoom out, which I think business is what a great training to be objective and to not be emotional. Cause you know, when people are making emotional decisions, like working with friends and family and, and you know, all that kind of stuff, then that's when business can go, uh, haywire, so to speak, go off the track. But if you're looking at it from a logical perspective, reflecting, really thinking about it, the long-term analysis, like that's when good business decisions are made. Absolutely. You hit it right on the head. And, and, and I just wish more people would. And again, it's, it's the social media that drives everything. And it's so sad because I just wish more people would be open to that of just letting things roll off their shoulders, yeah. you know, and, and it, you know, I just, I invested in people over the years. Yeah. I mean, any, everything from a motorcycle shop to my newest thing was a tattoo um, I, you know, I help people start construction companies and other businesses and every single one, every one, and about $600,000 later, everyone failed, every <laughs> single one. And it was funny because, and, and I laugh about it, you know, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's a, it's a tax write off. And so the problem was, is that I was giving someone the ability to live their dream. But I assumed, I assumed mm. they knew or would listen to me when I said, this is what it's going to take. Mm. So you work at this shop now, eight hours, like, bro, like you're going to be working 14 minimum at your <laughs> own shop because you got to answer. Well, back then we didn't have sales. So you got to answer all the phones and all the messages that came in the next morning. You got to then get ready. Start your day, do the things you're going to do, and then, you know, be done and whoop, repeat. And if you've got a whole bunch of jobs, you know, so unfortunately, my failures in those situations, and, and, and I take complete responsibility for them, mm. is that I think I pushed mm. me living my dreams and me being happy. And no matter, it, listen, Chris, if I wanted to, to start a nightclub, I start a nightclub. If I want to go do a housing development, I go do a housing development. You know, if I want to start this business, I start it. I don't sit there and give lip service. And so my mistakes was that I assumed that the people I were investing in, they wanted their dream as much as I wanted them to be successful at their dream. Total failures. I pushed too hard. I, as their mentor or investor, push them too hard mm-hmm. to be maybe bigger than they wanted to be. Yeah. They would have been happy. And I probably would have, I definitely would have got my ROI back, but um, I would have probably made a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. But I assumed 
bigger is better and that they want, you know, to be bigger. Mm-hmm. And not everyone, like my wife said, has the same dream or drive, you know, that, that I had. So what did, what did you do to start vetting people and like actually see if they're committed? I know you mentioned something about the 90 days things thing before. How did you choose who you invested money in before 90 days or like, is that something you still use there? So I, it's the gut, you know, um, if I get along with them, um, I was a little bit more of a sucker early on. Mm. Um, but I will say this last investment, you know, I really got raked over the coals thinking like this person just so wanted to be everything that their dream was. And so I gave them their dream, their entire dream on a much bigger scale. And it went to their head. And, um, and I just stopped, you know, I just stopped putting money into it. I'm like, I'm done. And then, you know, it closed eight months later, you know, and, and again, to me, I gave you the opportunity. If you mm-hmm. pooped to bed, you pooped to bed. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like I told you everything that you need to do. Um, and every business, Chris, if you you know, it's pretty much the same across the board. You know, it doesn't matter if you're doing a trucking company to, uh, you know, a pizza shop, like the foundations of all businesses are basically the same. It's, you know, you got the internals that, you know, change a little bit, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, there's a lot of things that are the same. So I can take those foundation parts and say, okay, I'm moving it from this business to this business. These are the things that we need to do. You go do them. I invested in you. I invested in your idea. Go make us money. And the difference when I was younger is I had people that invested in me and in my ideas. And I made a shit ton of money. And I made them a shit ton of money um, <laughs> with sweat equity. Yeah. And to, again, you know, people don't know that. Mm. And this goes back to... Um, what you had said earlier, you had asked me a question about, um, you know, the internet and friends and, you know, commingling and, and, you know, all the connections that you're making. Instagram has become so fake and so full of crap. Like you can't sell shit on there anymore. Like you can't sell shit on, on Facebook anymore. They've, they've, they're just making you pay to put money in their pockets and Mm -hmm. it just isn't. So what I tell people when I mentor now is I said, what, you know, everything in life comes full circle, right? you know, genes, life, you know, just everything comes full circle eventually. And so I said, I think we're getting back to the time of, you know, shaking hands and kissing babies. Yep. You've got to go and you've got to go to events and you've got to handshake, got to say hello. And you've got to give them their business card. This, this invisible, like, Oh, I've got 10,000 followers or I got 500 over here. Like most of the people, again, why in the hell do you think Instagram made the mute button? <laughs> because people got sick of people throwing their business in their face. Mm-hmm. So they just mute, mute your ass in that. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So I'm, I'm old school and I stayed old school. So my businesses is, is all about shaking hands and kissing babies. Mm-hmm. You know, get out, introduce, get to know me personally. And I have, I get so many more followers um then hashtags and all that crap yeah um and two i'm 48 years old internet is way past me bro so i mean 
people aren't giving a shit if I'm putting a filter on my picture or I'm showing my dogs. Like, you know, I, if, if I don't interest people, yeah. they're not going to stay around or they're going to mute me or whatever. And, and, you know, so be it. At the end of the day, I would say 95% of the people that follow me, they don't pay my bills. Mm. They're not buying something from me. They're not clicking patter beans. They're not helping a vet. So then fine, look at my pictures. So if you're going to look at my pictures and follow me that way, I'm going to put the hell, what the hell I want on there. You know? <laughs> so if it's me looking like I was, you know, 90 years old, yep. well, I'm going to face app like everyone else and like, shit, I still got hair. So I'm going to be happy, you know, <laughs> um, because it's, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's my page, yeah. you know? Um, but too many people have, I think, relied on social media and it's biting them in the butt now. Or, or even that the dream is being sold that all you need is social media. And that's, that's not the case. You know, it's like the relationship skills, the interpersonal skills, communication, like that's, that's essential. And especially as a team grows, you know, you grow, grow a business, then you really need to know how to treat people right. Because if you don't, then your team's going to do all kinds of screwy stuff and your money's going to be out the window faster than you made it. <laughs> Absolutely. <Man>, <laughs> And I think too, I see this a lot. I wasn't afraid to fire people mm. uh, and literally just shut a cafe down or shut a business down that day and figure it out. Um, because if, 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 again, if they were, you know, I've got cancer. If they were that cancer within the business, dude, get rid of them. Too many people hold on to bad employees. Yeah. Yeah, cut that tie. I don't care if they're your best friend. If they're not positive in what you're doing, cut the tie, move on, you know, because at the end of the day, they don't care if they are a zombie paycheck collecting individual in your business, get rid of them. That's right. That's right. You got to mop the floor, mop it, put your big boy (laughs) pants back on. As you started the business, get back into it. Show people. Here is one thing, Chris, I always did at my restaurants and my cafes and that. I always did the dishes. Mm. I cleaned the bathrooms. Yeah. Why is why am I delegating to someone else if I can do that too? Mm. And let me tell you, I always built more respect from employees from that. Not, not everyone, because some people are just douchebags, but 99% where like, I remember employees would come in that hadn't met me yet. And I'm in, you know, I'm back there in a suit and tie or I'm, you know, got my jacket off, but I'm in there in my tie and it's all tucked in. And like, who the hell is that? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's, that's Jake. That's the owner. <laughs> um, because again, never, ever, ever, to anybody that's listening, never, ever, ever ask someone to do something that you wouldn't do. And listen, that's been on the internet and bigger people than me have always said that, but be true to that. Like there, Chris, a lot of people are so full of shit on the internet. Be true, like be true, just be be honest, be true, be a true person. So live by good quality things and you generally have success. You're going to have, you're going to get into like, like with me, you know, live within your means, you know, but even there, you're still going to, you're going to still have mistakes. You know, I had two attorneys make huge errors. One cost me a bankruptcy. Um, you know, I got sued for three quarters of a million dollars, and, yeah. you know, and, and it was just all based on 
not so much that he was just a jerk. He just, he missed a date yeah. and it was a very costly one. And, and I learned and, yeah. and each time I learned from each failure or, or each uh, punch in the face. And then I had another one, you know, that, that gave us some bad uh, info, you know, got us in trouble with the securities and exchange. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing is that always do your own research, which I always do. I always do. Mm-hmm. And then above and beyond that, you go to the people that you think are quality. And even though I thought those attorneys were quality, there were still mistakes made. So be prepared as a business to be able to handle those. We were, I mean, you know, we, we took it on the chin. We paid our fines. We, you know, got yelled at our attorney got yelled at. We hired more attorneys, you know, to get us out of trouble, but those are things that, you know, happen in business. And again, I learned from that. So now, because that happened to me, mm-hmm. when I mentor or I'm talking to other young entrepreneurs, it's like, yeah, you can't write that on the internet because that's like a whole securities and exchange issue. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I tell my story and they're like, oh, delete. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know? Dude, I, I love it. It's it's the wisdom. It's the experience that really makes a difference. And you got a ton of it, Jason. I know there's people in in the audience who want to continue their journey with you. They want to keep growing with you. How do they stay connected? What are their next steps, man? Um, Instagram, uh, Jake Gene Official is is my tag. Uh, DM me, um, follow me. I follow. That's another. I always follow people back. Um, you know, so. I like your pictures. Like if it's something I like, like I'm gonna like it. You know, if you follow me, like I'm gonna I'm gonna look at your stuff. Yeah. Um Beans. Tatter Beans would love to have you. We it's a great, great mission. Um, you know, if you don't know a vet or you don't know active duty or a, sir, or a first responder, but maybe your dad was in the army, well, you know, we have an army uh, profile. Like mm-hmm. click there and we give money back to the people that were in the army um that didn't have any sales. So you know, Jake Gene official on Instagram, Tatter Beans on Instagram. Um, follow us. We follow you back, and we'd love to talk to you. Awesome. Awesome. Jason, you are the freaking man. Keep up the heat. Proud of you, brother, and thank you so much for sharing this, this valuable wisdom and experience with our audience, man. Peace out. Hey, congratulations on your success, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Talk to you soon. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self. Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, 
tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.